0: To say It Southern, aspiring to live not just as moms but as modern Southern women, we began this project to hear from those who inspire us and recognize those who are achieving their own personal goals. Listen in as we celebrate the South and those who say it Southern. Our partner, Renaissance Bank, has locations all throughout the Southeast. There's a good chance that if you're listening to this podcast in Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, or North Florida, there's probably a renaissance not too far from you. If you're looking for a bank that understands you and your financial needs, check renaissance out at renaissancebank.com or on social media. Today, we have our favorite Delta darling back on the podcast for the second time. She's a Today Show food correspondent, and she's sharing all the details on her third cookbook just published, just released, Come On Over. You will laugh through this whole episode, and I can promise you this, after the episode, you are going to leave hungry. So please join us now as we say it's Southern with Elizabeth High School. Elizabeth, we're so excited to catch up with you today and having you back on Say It Southern for the second time.
1: I cannot thank you enough. I mean I mean the first time we had the the best time ever. And um and I can't thank you for having me back now that the, the book is gonna be out tomorrow. Tomorrow so, Yeah, come on over. The big published date is gonna be tomorrow and um I just I still can't believe it. It it feels like it's been forever since we started this process and I guess it's been two and a half years, a little over two and a half years. So I guess it kind of has
0: been forever. It has, is, yeah. Isn't that crazy? I think that's huh. what people don't realize is how much work, you know, goes into this book. Like, you know, it's coming out. It's a cookbook. But it's been two and a half years of your life. Yeah. Blood, it's sweat, and
1: tears. I mean, it's a miracle that any books ever get published and written as far as I'm concerned.
2: Mm-hmm. How you know? did you know you were ready to write another one?
1: You know, it was, I had finished What Can I Bring? And then immediately I was... I was promoting What Can I Bring while I was writing the Southern Living Party Cookbook. Mm-hmm. That's how fast the second one came out. So um, Southern Living asked me if I would be willing to rewrite the Southern Living Party Cookbook, which I jumped at the chance because it was it was one of my favorite cookbooks even before this. I mean, I've always loved it. My mom had it. You know, it was kind of her Bible go-to entertaining book. And um, So anyway, so I was happy to do that. And so that was that was back to back two books in a year. So it's one book, and then the next year was this one. So when I didn't have a book, you know, the next year it was kind of like, well, what am I going to do now? And so um, anyway, so we had started talking to um, Oxmoor House and Time Inc. about um, doing another one because that's you know the ones that I had um, the, I, they had published my other books, and then uh, um, that was Time Inc. was bought by Meredith. And so then Oxmoor House, the book division, was shut down. And um, and so then that all just kind of, everything just died um, with all of those books. And so, anyway, so then I already had the idea for it because we were about to pitch it to, um, to Oxmoor House. And so it was just a, a matter of, you know, kind of, I had to do some big girl things like find an agent and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had to go to New York and interview and and talk to some different houses. And, um, anyway, so it was a little bit of a different process, but it was, but I guess, because I, I guess the long story is that I was, you know, I was already, it was kind of in the works. Mm
0: -hmm. What, who are you interviewing? Like the publishing companies or are you interviewing book agents? Like how does that all work?
1: Well, okay. So, for the agent, I just started asking around. You know, I, I don't have an agent for anything. Um, I, I have a literary agent now mm-hmm. um, for this book, but but I had never had an agent. So with the, the, the day show, I'm the one that handles all of that. Um, I just never had one, and so. But when you're doing a book, you really do need an agent, um, just to help you navigate. And so she lined up interviews with Potter and with um, HMA. Um, you sort of pitch your idea, you know, and you pray that they're interested in it and that, um, you know, that they like me and like, like the idea of the book. And um, it helped that we had What Can I Bring and we had Southern Living Parties. Um, so they knew, you know, obviously that I, would, I was going to finish a book, that if they gave me a deadline, I would meet it. And um, they could look at the sales of the other books. And so it was, um, you know, a fairly attractive package, I guess. Um, and so we did get offers from all of them. So everybody that we met with gave us an offer, which was which yes. was really exciting.
2: I mean, when and, you're uh, Elizabeth High School and you're just you know no, doing no, the Today no, Show, no, no.
1: <laughs> I, I, it's not yet. It. I'm not sure what in the world I, I can talk anybody down. And I think they just, I think they were so tired of listening to me, they finally just um, thought, well, Lord, let's just give her an offer, and then. Maybe we'll never have to see her again. or We're going to see her all the time, one or the other. But we got to do something to get her out
2: of this office. Have you ever heard the story of the guy that invented Tom's whenever Nordstrom or maybe Neiman's or somebody called him, and he was doing all the shipping and receiving you know, out of his apartment, and they were like, hello, this is Neiman Marcus. We'd like to speak to Ian, whatever his name is. And he was like, uh, one second. This is his assistant. And then he put it down, and he was like uh, – and he picked back up and said, you've reached the shipping and, depart- and receiving department. This is Ian. And they're like, oh, Ian. <laughs> I feel like that's how you're running this stuff over there.
1: It really is. It's hysterical. Because they're all, I mean, yeah, it really, they're always, Who, who's your agent? Who's your this? I'm like, nope, that's just me. Just me.
2: Just <laughs> me. I'm the one answering the emails.
1: Just me. <laughs> and Sarah Varden, actually, not just me. It's obviously Well, Sarah clearly, she's... Everything.
0: And She's a rock star. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so tell us about this book, because this is going to be about celebrating the everyday, right? Southern
2: delicious for every day and every uh, and, occasion.
1: You know, and the thing was, the original title that I loved was Recipes for Days. Uh-huh. So, and, and you get that because yeah. you're Southern. So it's like, I'll say, oh my God, no, don't worry about it. We've got chicken for days. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, oh gosh, no, we've got, you know, red outfits for days or whatever it is for days. Well, the northerners could not, they just, they couldn't get it. They couldn't understand it. They didn't. I mean, I would, I was talking till I was blue in the face (laughs) trying to explain it to them. And, and it just, it was going nowhere fast. And so finally they settled on this. One of them called and said, or emailed and said, Oh, we've got it. We've got it. It's come on in. And I said, in Oh, because as you well know, Come On In is the Jackson Junior League cookbook, Uh which is, you know, the Bible. And they did say, it's one of them, I think my agent said, well, you know, there was a Come On In book, I believe, maybe from Mississippi, but it's out of print. I doubt anybody would even be concerned or remember it. And I said, well, that that you're wrong about, Stacey. Mm -hmm. I I, I mean, I may as well just just titled the book joy of cooking. I mean, that's yeah. curious, like how, how many toes I would step on if I try to do this. That's
2: right. And, no big um, deal. Patty Roper, no big deal. Julia child. Yeah. I mean, oh whatever.
1: I mean, come on. Yeah. So anyway, um, so that, that's how it happened. So we, I finally, we kept going back and forth and back and forth. And, um, and then in the end we compromised on come on over which, and that's honestly, I mean, that's what I say all the time. You know, yeah, y'all, y'all come,
2: come over, on y'all over. Y'all come
1: over, y'all come over, y'all come over. And so it was kind of like the sequel to What Can I Bring?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I always say if you were raised right, somebody invites you somewhere, the first thing you're going to say is, what you know, can, what I, can bring? I bring? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the other thing is, it's come on over. I mean, how many times have you said that? I mean, just... Even in a week, you know, before COVID, we were saying it all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it is kind of interesting that now it is, you know, it has come out at, you know, a time when people are finally, you know, they are coming over again. And uh, we're not terrified to be around friends and family, which is incredible.
0: Thank that's goodness. Hard. But you know, since COVID though, I do feel like we're a little more about celebrating the everyday because yeah. we were at home on a Monday. We didn't know what day it was. It could have been Monday, Sunday. We didn't know. And so it was about celebrating every day, <laughs> just getting through I'm the serious.
1: day. And you know, if you didn't learn anything during COVID, you should have at least learned that there are a hell of a lot more Mondays than there are New Year's Eve. And that's and the you truth. And may as well make those Mondays special. And and so that is the deal. You know I mean? The, the book is... It's one of the chapters is weekdays. It's, it's just talking about how to make a weeknight fun, you know, for your families or if you want to have friends over. Um, I mean, I've even got a chapter on school days. School lunches to me, I mean, they are the bane of my existence. Oh, I mean, yes. we, You know, I mean, do y'all know, I mean, seriously. So, like, you start off the year and it's like, oh, school lunches, let's get the lunch out, we'll do the thermos, you know, and you get so excited and, you know, by about Christmas, you're like, if I have to make one more peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I am going to lose my ever-loving mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's ways to even make that special for your kids. Um. You know, and then, of course, uh, cheat days and diet days. And it is about celebrating the mundane because life is filled with more days, um, you know, Mondays and Tuesdays and Wednesdays than, than, like I said, than Christmases. And and this is honestly, this is the time to start celebrating. I mean, this is it. Um, Because people have been locked up. I mean, they've been locked up for a solid year the bar is so low. People are just so damn excited to get out of the house. I mean, I was talking about it this morning. I mean, seriously, I mean, I could invite y'all over to my house and say, look, okay, I'm inviting y'all over. We're going to hang out in the laundry room. And I mean, just hand y'all, you know, some like, I don't know, stale nuts and a half bottle of, you know, lukewarm bourbon. And y'all would leave going, oh my God, that was the best party that elizabeth high school she can really you know
2: yeah squeeze cheese and ritz crackers (laughs) in the
0: laundry room
1: i am so serious and we see it now with the weddings and cocktail parties and things that we're catering now i mean people are wild they are having so much fun everybody is so happy um it's just it's such a great experience
2: which makes perfect timing for this book, because this book is, your; these are your go-to recipes, right? Like, these are your no-fuss, easy, like, yes. off the top of your head, essentially, of what Elizabeth High School does.
1: And that's why I love these recipes, because if you are having people over, I mean, as you know, and, and I well know, you know, you gotta, you gotta go get those guest towels folded up, you... You know, you want to make sure that you get all the dust bunnies out from under the chair. You know, I mean, you've got some things that you have to do. And so if everything is difficult, I think it will stop people from inviting people over. Agreed. And, and I, want, I want I want, you to enjoy your friends and your family and celebrate. And um, anything that I can do to make that easier on you, I'm going to do it. So like the three-ingredient chocolate crème that will knock people down, it is so good. Mm. It takes a matter of minutes to make. And um, honestly, I mean, there there's so many recipes in here that even if you're not, even if you're a novice cook, you're going to find a tremendous amount of success. Now, then, of course, there are some recipes that, you know, you cook all the time and um, and really love to cook. Um, you're still going to be challenged, and I, and I know you're still going to enjoy this book. So I really do. I feel like there's absolutely something for everyone in this book.
2: It felt like during um, COVID that people were getting a little more experimental, though, with food. After the meat shortage, you know, after you had <laughs> in Kroger in the meat aisle. Sarah's got a funny story about the meat aisle when you were standing there waiting on your ration of meat. Oh, uh, yeah, I left. I was like, I'm not doing that now.
0: <laughs> we're not rationing out chicken. <laughs>
2: Bye. But it feels like people are willing to experiment and try more stuff. And, and this is a perfect middle of the road because I, I do think this. I think things have gotten more casual and they're more, um, but like you said, people just want people to come over. So it doesn't have to be perfect now. You just have to be present and, and enjoy the people that you're with
1: that is absolutely 100 percent the truth um you know i mean that that was the thing i mean we weren't missing um i mean obviously we're, we were missing travel obviously we were missing um you know i don't know all of the things that make our life what it is but the thing that really hurt was missing family and friends
2: yeah mm-hmm. um and
1: missing holidays and so we have got a Hell of a lot of making up to do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I honestly I think we ought to have a do over on Christmas in July this year. Ooh, we'll I love that. I mean I'm serious. I think every every holiday needs to be done twice this year. Um so we're gonna we're gonna double down on it. And um and it does. I mean there's just no reason in the world um not to have fun, not to celebrate.
0: Mhm. What about your catering business? How has that been affected with all this?
1: Oh God. Well, Is I mean it, it went from we had booked one of the most beautiful seasons that we had ever had. I mean, we were really looking forward to an amazing spring and summer um, and even into the fall. Uh-huh. And it was one of the best booking seasons we had ever had. And literally overnight,
0: yeah, it
1: was just destroyed. I mean, at one point, we got 36 calls for one day. 36 calls for um, cancellations or postponements, and after that thirty-six one. I looked at Sarah Byrne, and I said, we're turning the phone off, and we're we're drinking, and um, (laughs) and so we just, uh, yeah, we we just, we took to the bottle, and um, and it it was, it was horrible, and, you know, but the thing that was funny was um, um, what we ended up doing was going back to the first thing that I ever did, which was um, instead of flowers, and so that was a business that um, mm-hmm. we, we made casseroles. So if somebody uh-huh. died or had a baby or, you know, was sick and somebody wanted to send them food. So instead of flowers, you call us, honey, and we are going to take them some of the best food they've ever had. And so that's kind of what we did. We went back to instead of flowers and started doing a, fee- a food delivery service. We did it once a week. We did it in um, Oxford. And then we also delivered in Memphis. And then we got real crafty. In the beginning, we, were, we uh, could wholesale toilet paper. So you got two free rolls with every order. No, wow. you did not. Oh, yes, ma'am, we did. And then, um, I mean, if you could have seen us coming up with ideas in the kitchen, I mean, we were desperate. And I think that that is, you know, when you really start to get creative. Um, we did that we had these great cups made um styrofoam cups that said sip shelter in place those were super cute we gave those out one week um i mean we had a ball doing it and uh and then we got on the liquor train because in memphis you could you could i could go by this restaurant rail Garden. they would give me all the beer and the liquor and then we would sell it for them in other words so we paired it um, which that, that became a bit of a problem because we ended up ordering more than we sold, we ended up drinking more than we could afford um, especially the gallons of margaritas, I mean it was Sarah, I was like okay we're going to sell 10 gallons we'd get 10 gallons, Sarah Martin and I would drink 3 gallons, then, I mean we're, all our profit was gone, the alcohol thing didn't work so good, but um, anyway, we had a good time doing it
2: Hey, it just, don't you back a southern woman in a corner, don't you do it
1: um, telling you one thing i say it all the time don't ever underestimate elizabeth high
2: school ever ever i know that's right all right so i mean clearly we've talked about everybody's ready to come out they're ready to come over come on over what about summer spring beach days boat days pool days you have a whole section dedicated to these days right i do
1: i do um spill it i think there's honestly I think there's an art to go into the beach but if there's if you're anything like me I love the beach and when I go I have you know a set way that I do it I try to cook a lot ahead of time and so there are lots of like you know plans meal plans and lots of tips and and so I did sort of two different ways I did mom tips um, which are things that I learned from being a mom um, that have helped me in the kitchen for example If you want to make, let's say, the chicken divan casserole or chicken tetrazzini, which is in the weeknight chapter. uh, Go ahead and make your chicken in the morning. Throw it in your crock pot. And so you're like one step ahead. It's always the downfall to me is if I get home and I have to cook the chicken, then make the casserole, nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. But if I come home, chicken's already done. You know, it's just a great time saver. Um, And then, for example, like chef's tips. So it just talks about things like how to boil the perfect egg, you know, so that you can make the best deviled egg in the entire world. So in all of the steps that go through that. So different things like that, I think you're going to find, you're going to learn a lot in this book. You're going to be entertained because I do think the head notes are pretty funny.
2: Um, Well, I can't. Of course they are. So talk us through your cooler, like your beach cooler. Like what are you taking if you're having a lunch on the beach? What are you taking down there?
1: Oh, okay. Well, you know, there is this sandwich, and it's in, um, and it's in this chapter, and it's one of my favorite sandwiches in the world. It's called a pig, It's called a press sandwich. I call it the picnic sandwich. Because, you know, any time that you go or take sandwiches somewhere, they're going to end up getting smashed. Right. And so this one, the whole point is to smash this sandwich. So you're already ahead of the game before you even leave the house. Mm -hmm. Smart. Supposed to be
2: that way. Smart. Smart.
1: Get like a really crusty, fabulous, um, you know, hearty loaf of bread. And I do the whole loaf. And then you cut it in half. Pull out the soft soft kind of bits of the bread. And then you're going to start laying your ham, your cheese And then you do this wonderful vinaigrette over the whole thing, smash it, wrap it, leave it overnight. And then the next morning, oh my God, you slice that up, throw that in your cooler with, um, you know, with your beer and your snacks. And seriously, you will not have to leave the beach all day long.
0: Oh, now is that in the come on over?
1: Yes, honey. Yes. Oh God. Yes. It's a great, great recipe. And then of course, I'm always going to take down, I am funny about my produce, I always either stop on the way there or I leave, you know, with a case of tomatoes. I am not going to go to the beach without a case of tomatoes every single time. That peaches. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get down there and get nervous. Maybe I can't find the tomatoes that I need, um, you know, because I don't know about you, but there's nothing better than a tomato sandwich or a tomato salad. Um, I'm constantly using them. tomatoes in my guacamole. The whole time I'm there, I mean, I will use about a case of tomatoes in a week.
0: I'm surprised you still eat tomatoes after we interviewed you last time and you were talking about all the yeah, tomatoes. is that
1: crazy? <laughs> Prostituting tomatoes. Yeah, there was a time that they gave, gave me nightmares, but I've, I've recovered now. <laughs> and Amanda uh, and I are back best friends again.
2: Oh, good, good, good. I wondered if you wore those berry shorts back into, the, back into those publishing meetings.
1: <laughs> well, you know, that's the deal, though. Yeah. Exactly. I wish I could fit into the berry shorts right now. That COVID hit me hard with a good 32 pounds. So. <laughs> well, look,
0: you got a whole chapter, Diet Days. Yeah, let's so, talk about Diet I, Days.
1: I, I do. And if I would just live in the Diet Days chapter and not the Cheek Days chapter, we would be doing really well. But that's not, that's not what's been going on here lately.
2: <laughs> so, what about the Diet Days? You know, because I mean, every time we hear that, we're like, ugh. But I know that there are good recipes that you can have while you're on a diet, right?
1: absolutely, and I've been on a diet since I was in the fourth grade um, and I'm telling you, I'm there in a diet I hadn't been on And yeah. I love a diet, I mean I love to start a diet, you know, it's just all that hope and that promise that you know, this time it's going to be different and I mean, I buy into it hook, line, and sinker and um, I mean, I'll eat cold steel if you tell me I'm going to lose 10 pounds and um, anyway, so, so I get all involved and So this chapter really is made up of all of the recipes that I loved from every diet that I've ever been on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's hysterical, but these are all really great, great recipes, even if you're not on a diet. But if you happen to be on one, I've got you covered. And it doesn't matter what kind of diet you're on, you're going to find one for for whatever it is in here. You'll find the recipe.
2: That's hilarious. We're still hoping to be sponsored by diarrhea tea at some point, so we can just take <laughs> that and lose 45 pounds. <laughs> We're still holding out for that
1: oh, one. Oh, God, if only if late, it was that simple. Right? <laughs> God, you love
0: it. I know yeah, it. We all. Elizabeth, we love hearing about this new book, and I can't wait to get all these recipes out. But, but either. You've got to send us a copy for sure.
1: Okay, well, we um, I, it definitely is on the way. I just got my books um, about a week ago, so I'm sure that yours is right behind it. I hope, I hope, I hope. We have
2: pre- we previewed the electronic one, and it's so pretty. Are those your daughters on the first few pages?
1: They are. So um, my daughters are all in it. My mom and my dad, and um, anyway, it's just a, it's a really, really special book. And um, Angie Mosier did my photography, and um, Tom driver did all of the styling and I I think they're probably two of the most creative people in the United States I mean they're just brilliant and the photographs to me are um are just some of the prettiest I've ever seen well you
2: look pretty hot in some of the pictures I gotta tell you
1: pre-covid see that was (laughs) pre-covid thank (laughs) god it was done before the um the covid hit and all those photographs were sassy
2: hair and Mm. everything you look good girl
1: (laughs) It was the, he was the, um, uh, the book stylist. So he was supposed to be styling all of the recipes, but he ended up doing more work on me than he did on the food. Because <laughs> he knew, he knew exactly where he needed to put his, his talents.
0: <laughs> That's funny. And we noticed too, that you dedicated this book to your mom and dad.
1: I did. You know, always entertaining and, you know, and, and just live life to the fullest. You know, they were excited about each new day. They still are excited about each new day. And, but you know, I just wanted them to know. I mean, I tell them all the time how much I love them and that. I just wanted them to know, you know. I mean, it's just it's kind of one of those things that you hold. And it is funny because neither one of them will probably even read the book, which just cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm serious. I can write anything I want in my books about my family but no, because nobody's going to read them. So, um, and I'll even ask them, you know, I'm like, did you read that? And they're like, um, no. No, but we did see the so, pictures. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they, they kind of thumbed through it and put it down. I'm like, are you kidding me? That was two and a half years of work? You just thumbed through it in three seconds. I mean, is that it? That's all I'm going to get? <laughs>
2: Well, I have your other two, and I love how casual they are. So I'm excited about getting this one, and just because it feels like sitting down with you. I mean, clearly we're best friends now that we've done these two (laughs) podcasts. Yes, we are
1: best
2: friends. I know. We
0: still want to come to Oxford. We're coming in your laundry room. With I have been
1: waiting on y'all. I'm waiting. I'm here. Just tell us to come on over.
0: We'll bring the stale nuts. You provide the laundry room. Yeah, we got some Ritz crackers. <laughs>
1: That's it. Come on. Bring your squeeze cheese. Well,
0: oh, we got it. We got it. <laughs> All right. Before we go, though, we like a little popcorn round. So we were thinking we would ask. This is kind of fun. About recipes from each of your little areas, like if we each of the chapters. So okay. if we were going to cook, let's just start in and say, yeah. we want to cook something to impress our mother-in-law. Yeah. What recipe out of this book are we going to need to go to?
1: It's going to be the beef tenderloin. I think for some reason people are, are intimidated by doing and making a beef tenderloin. Number one, it's expensive as all get-out. It out. is expensive. A whole beef tenderloin. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got an investment on your hands. And if you mess it up, you just throw away $100. Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So you're going to do this beef tenderloin. And let me tell you something, honey. That woman, she is going to be in love with you for the rest of your life.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm worried, more worried about her son being in love with me for the rest of my <laughs> life. you got to have the mama's approval first. That's right that's right alright let's go to the cheat day meal what if you're if you're just gonna throw it out there splurge get you a good cheat day meal what's it gonna be
1: it's gonna be that fermented cheese stuffed hamburger <laughs> with tater tots oh, oh yum like, I mean, It will change your life. It is so fantastic. So that's it. There's just something about those crunchy tater tots on there that will turn it up.
0: I love a tater tot. God, I love a tater tot. All right, let's say we we all went out Friday night, and now we're coming over for brunch on Saturday. You're serving your debutante farmer Bloody Marys. We're hurting. What are we going to, what are you going to serve? Hangover brunch. Yeah.
1: Hangover. Oh, my God. Okay. So this is the best. So it's a, um, I call it the next day egg casserole or leftover egg casserole. So after, we always do a charcuterie. It's easy. I can buy everything at the grocery store. I love a charcuterie platter more than life itself. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to have like little ends and bits and pieces, you know, maybe maybe some red peppers left over, you know, lots of different little cheeses, you know, not enough to make another charcuterie platter. So. Honey, you take all those little ends and those bits and you put them in an egg casserole that night and bake it off in the morning, and, oh, my God, it is so divine. So it's just kind of that basic egg casserole that everybody loves with the sausage and the cheese. Mm-hmm. But with this one, you're going to be using all your leftover charcuterie from the night before, and it will satisfy even the worst hangover. Mm, See, that that's, the, that's genius
2: because I feel like I, I get in this like – you know, results thing. Like I cook the meal and then the meal's cooked and it's done. I don't think about, you should throw all of that into some eggs and some sausage and throw it in the oven. I mean, that's so smart.
1: Right. But you don't have to tell anybody. You can act like it was yours. I mean, think about it. You've got prosciutto, you know, you put your prosciutto in there. Maybe you've got a little really good salami, you know, chop that up, throw that in there. Artichokes, red peppers, olives. Jesus I am so hungry,
0: y'all. <laughs> that sounds so <laughs>
1: good. <laughs> All right, let's say. another diet, by the way, of course. Uh oh.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. So let's say you're bringing those book agents from New York City and they're coming to your New house. New York
1: City. They're coming to your house
0: <laughs> and you want to impress them with a southern dish. What are you going to impress oh, them with? Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Ooh,
1: that is a good one. I think it's going to have to be Martha's deviled eggs. Mm-hmm. I just when you've got a deviled egg and it is done right and it is the perfect deviled egg and I have to say that's what this recipe is it's, it's Sarah Martin's mama's recipe um it, and it is the most perfect deviled egg I've ever put in my mouth and that is just not something on every street corner in New York you know I mean mm-hmm. they would I think they would really I know they'd love it I know they absolutely would love it
0: yeah what about if you're having your church group over what's a good little something to impress the church ladies
1: Okay, I'm gonna do it. So, chicken salad, and I know that you know it gets done to death. Yeah, and I personally think that my great grandmother's recipe, which then my cousin, my aunt Joy, made it, which she was my great aunt, and then my great aunt's son has a restaurant in Jackson and he's got her recipe. And then I got him drunk one night, and I got the recipe. <laughs> I, think, I think, honestly, it is, it's the best. And I call it humble chicken salad because it's not overdone. It doesn't have a bunch of fruit and nuts and all this other stuff and sun-dried tomatoes and all that, which I love. They're in the chicken salad that I, that I don't like. But um, this one, it is so, so simple. We serve it on that real pretty butter lettuce cup. So I do a little butter lettuce cup. Put the chicken salad in it, a little bit of avocado, and fresh tomato. Oh, my Lord. Ooh, it was just, it's beautiful on the plate. It tastes great. Um, there's really nothing like it, in my opinion. Gosh.
0: Well, now I'm hungry. I know. It's so good. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> all right, Elizabeth. Well, thank you so much. This was so fun once again. We
2: love checking in with you and hearing all oh. the fun stuff and what's going on.
1: Well, thank you for letting me come on and just run my mouth. I really do appreciate it. Oh <laughs> my god. Y'all are just the sweetest things in the entire world. And I cannot wait for you to get to Oxford. Uh, I girl. know. We're
2: doing it. We're doing it for sure.
1: Good. Good, good, good. Well, y'all take care until until we see each other soon. That's okay, it, friends. Talk to you
0: soon. Bye. Rise with Renaissance is a women's empowerment initiative that our partner, Renaissance Bank, developed to make a difference for women. Rise's mission is to support female leaders, achievers, innovators, and ladies just like Elizabeth. Renaissance is here to support women striving for success. So if someone says you can't, prove them wrong. Visit your local Renaissance location or risewithrenaissance.com to learn more. Elizabeth has to be one of my top five favorite people to talk to. Yes. I mean, I could listen to her for days. Like, I really could go to her laundry room, and I want to. Me too. That would be the best party ever. I'll I'll take squeeze cheese. I'll take still nuts.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't discriminate. I mean, every time we talk to her, it's like, Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) And we're like, Hey, what are you doing? And I've just been, you know. No, but this
0: time... She had been doing the Today Show. Like, right. We didn't hear that on the yeah. podcast, on the interview. I know. Like, what have you been doing today? Oh, you know, I just did the Today Show. Well, I from saw my it. kitchen. <laughs> I saw
2: it this morning on her social media, and I thought, and we're supposed to talk to her today at 1 o'clock. And then she was just like, yeah, girl, I did it. Now I'm going to a book signing. <laughs> just casual. I love it so much. <sighs> Happy Monday. Just, you know, another day. Yeah. <laughs> so proud that she's written this book. I have the, her first two books, and they're so casual and fun mm-hmm. and just stories and You know a cookbook that you can, it's like a book, too. You can sit down and read. Like Katie Jacobs' books. Like, it's a book you can sit down and read and Mm -hmm. read through the recipes. Yeah. And knowing Elizabeth now, you can just see her being like,
0: throw me that egg. Uh Uh-huh. I got to crack that egg. But it's like, you know, you can trust her. It's like, I know these are going to be good. Yeah. It may be called Mama's Crack, but it's going to be good. (laughs) You know it is. I
2: know. It's like the aunt that you just know is going to deliver every time. Mm -hmm. She's going to deliver every time. And always show up with the deviled eggs. Mm Mm-hmm. I love some deviled eggs, speaking of... I got hungry. I got hungry talking about it. Did her. you? Yes. I want that beach sandwich. You know, I feel like going on a boat or going to the beach is such like... Like, food's always better on the water. Always. I don't
0: know why. Mm-hmm. But even a turkey sandwich on Wonder Bread is better. It is, yes. Oceanside. It is. And it's just plain. Like a little mayonnaise, even. Just you see, know, you don't like mayonnaise. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like mayonnaise. But, I mean, I, if it's in stuff, I don't mind it. But, uh-huh. yeah, I, I just...
2: I don't know, something, it feels special. Yeah. And I think that's the whole thing. That's what she's
0: saying. Mm-hmm. Even though it's on a, in a Tupperware on <laughs> like <from> the cooler. <laughs> Who cares? Pull it out, throw a Turkish towel down, and mm-hmm. you got it. Yep, some sort of pimento cheese oh,
2: on God, the water. Pimento cheese, Anything yes. with, like, a wheat thin. A Hawaiian roll.
0: Oh. Forget it. See, that's what I do on the boat. I do the Hawaiian rolls, <laughs> uh-huh. slice it all open, put yeah. the turkey and cheese, yeah. and put them in there. No, yeah. I don't do mayonnaise or anything like uh-uh. that because it gets hot, you know, because yeah. it got hot. Yeah. But they will eat that. You know, for days, mm-hmm. so, for days, for days. Come on over, red cl- red
2: dresses for days, for days. Um, I want to be better, and I want to be intentional about saying that and being like, just come on over, mm-hmm. and not ha- not having to have things perfect. Yes, but I also want to plan dinners at my
0: house too right and pre-COVID I did this well you know I was gonna say I used to be really good about weeknight dinners and just saying like hey Courtney you and Jason come over yeah and have dinner yeah and but now the children have gotten older it's not that easy I but know. when they were little I would do that and then they could put them to bed at seven right and they went to bed you know you yeah. just put them down and they're yeah. out yeah um and I was really good about that uh-huh. nothing special just like whatever I'm having for dinner like right just come on over yeah <laughs>
2: Well, it's easy to do that. I think it's easier to do that spontaneously when you're in a neighborhood. I love the kind of neighbors where you can say, hey, I've got four baked potatoes I need to cut in half and cook. I'm going to do twice baked potatoes. What do you have? And They're like a rotisserie chicken and some pork chops. Okay, well, bring it over. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that kind of nothing has to be perfect, spontaneous, mm-hmm. wear a sports bra, and come on. Yes. You know? Come
0: as you are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love a friend that will call and be like, what's on your grill? Like I smell that. I'm like, well, Come on, you want yeah. some? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. then just come on over. You know, <laughs> like I feel like even that's like family. That's a family friend, right? It is there. Framily. Mm, family, family. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, I want to try. I want to see her beef tenderloin recipe because you know I love at Christmas. That's what I do. I cook now, a beef we tenderloin. Cook a, we
2: cook a good beef mm-hmm. tenderloin, and, too. and we do egg, nothing
0: to it. Like yeah. I just put it in the oven. Yeah. Oh, you do yours in the oven. We do ours on the green egg. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just slow, low temperature. Slow cooks low all day. Baby. Lord, I burn it one year though, and I cried and cried and cried and cried. So what I know what happened? she means. It's so it's so important. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I blame it on was my meat thermometer. I think broke because you know you put it on low heat and it should take about you know three hours. Every cook needs a beef needs a thermometer. Yeah. a meat thermometer. Well, I kept watching. It and I was like, gosh, it's still not. It's not heating up. And I was in the rental house at the time because we were doing our renovation. I just thought, well, maybe this oven. Yeah. You know, it's just real low. So maybe... Real finicky. Real finicky. (laughs) And I just kept watching it and watching I was like, it's been too long. Like, it's been in this oven. The oven's hot. Yeah. And it's not moving. So I pulled that thing out, cut it, and I immediately... When I pulled the meat out of the oven, I started crying. I was like, oh, it's ruined. I ruined the Christmas beef. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. Oh, no. So it was like...
2: "Eh." That's like uh, the Griswold
0: when he cuts the chicken, the turkey. See the heart. (laughs) That's what it was like. And everybody was like trying to eat like, it's delicious. It really is good. You know, I know, it's not. It's a little crispy. It's a little tough, but it's I good. I love burnt meat. I love a burnt tenderloin. More, can you pass the hollandaise? Not hollandaise. Can you pass the horseradish, please? Yeah. Or anything. Just anything roll? Yeah, to more cover rolls. it.
2: Okay. So this is a, speaking of, do you like, how do you, like if you order
0: filet, how do you like it cooked? Um, Like a medium rare. Medium rare, me uh-huh. too. Yeah. But at home, but unlike a tenderloin, I like it more rare even mm-hmm, just because mm-hmm. it just kind of melts and it just, mm-hmm. fork, you don't even have to use a knife. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I made Jason at tenderloin not too long ago with,
2: I did fillets. And so I went to the butcher shop and had some fillets, you know, cut. And then I did a reverse sear where you actually cook them in the oven first, mm-hmm. like in a cast iron skillet. And then you pull, they get to a certain temperature, you pull them out and then you put, Literal butter on top of it, Yum. and you spoon butter for two minutes, like on high heat, and you do two minutes on this side, two minutes on this side. I mean, honey, you're getting carpal tunnel in your wrist. You're spooning butter so hard. When I tell you, oh, that sounds so good. And they were they were reverse seared, and they were rare plus. Mm. You can not even.
0: Now my mouth is watering. You can. not I'm just thinking about this. Yes. I also want to try, you know, I love dips and things. Oh, wow. She's know. got a dip in there. It's the, it's fireside dip. It's a okay. hot tamale dip. Uh-huh. And that to me sounds so good. Ooh. With some Fritos. I don't know what she's serving it with, but it's like, I'm weather. thinking Fritos.
2: <laughs> you know, I love you a know Frito. We love an Edo around here mm-hmm. Dorito, mm-hmm. Tostito, Frito. <laughs> all of it. We love all those. Um, in one of our other cookbooks, there's a slider recipe that my friend Betsy made it the other night because she's like, it's weeknight, it's easy. You do Rotel and sausage, and you, Yum. <laughs> and you cut it up and put it on these rolls and then put them back in the oven, and you can serve with whatever.
0: So I make a dip like that. It's my favorite. It's my That is my, like, I'm coming over for a game day. Come on over. And I'm bringing it. Okay, what is and it? And it is a pound of sausage. I like uh-huh. the spicy, uh-huh. like the hot sausage. Uh-huh. A pound of ground beef. Velveeta. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's it. And then you put it on Hawaiian rolls. So just melt the cheese. Cook you don't the, do rotel or anything Mm-mm. in it? No. Just cook the meat, add the cheese, mm-hmm. and then kind of reheat it back in the oven on the Hawaiian rolls. Delicious. So good. Oh, man. I bet that's not in the cheat days.
2: I mean, no. I bet that's not
0: in the diet days. That's it's on cheat, in the cheat days. Cheat days for sure. She has a brie pasta that I bet's good, too. You know I it's I want to say that. And a French toast casserole. Mmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> Peanut Butter and Jelly Wings. <laughs> PB. Peanut Butter and Jelly Wings? PB&J Wings. That's going to be, that's on her game days recipe. I'm telling you, this this book is going to knock the other ones to the curb. It's funny that she talks about kids' lunches because that is so
2: true. Okay, now you know my children. You know Graham Goolsby takes in lunch every day of his life. And I'm talking like, we're about to graduate fifth grade, and I have been packing these lunches since pre-K. Done. When I tell you I couldn't be more excited about middle school lunch, Mm -hmm. and it used to be... You know, in some of the moms, it kills you because it's bento boxes oh. and, like, Well, that's 18th. me in August. variety. I'm doing that in
0: August. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're getting bento boxes now, but it's just lunchable. It's a lunchable <laughs> bento box. It's May. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> Millie told me the other day when I had lunch duty that she makes her
2: own lunches. She does, sometimes. She gets passionate about what she, she's yes, having. Yes, she does. She wants well, you, to have a certain thing.
0: Yes, she does she mm-hmm. do that turkey roll-up? She does a turkey roll-up. Yes, she does. Did she tell you all yeah. this? <laughs> of course she did. Yeah, she does a turkey roll-up with cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now she started doing like a little bit of mayonnaise. Oh. But, you know, she likes me to spread it on, but she watches me spread the mayonnaise. Uh-huh. Um, she does pretzels. She does like a fruit. I mean, she a very balanced. Yeah. Balanced lunch. Yeah. My kids, if I told them to pack their
2: own lunch, it would be, uh, Grand would get two packs of mini muffins. <laughs> mini muffins. A pack crackers and like maybe a yogurt uh-huh. but probably a nutella yeah probably it's okay and be like and he'd say i ate five things and i'd be like yes and they're all junk <laughs> um but I, I mean you know i know that those teachers or whoever else are probably like anyway so courtney sent a complete packaged lunch today you know everything had to be opened
0: <laughs> Nothing we just was stand fresh. there with the scissors and like cut everything yeah. open <laughs> graham
2: hand me your lunch here's let me cut it all open. cut it open <laughs> Oh, gosh. I do have to tell you this. So, the other day, I went and I had lunch duty. You know, they're having to do that with COVID and everything. So, I went... And I had second grade, and I mean, I'm like, land. I've got on my plastic gloves, my mask. I mean, you're sweating. You're trying to open everything from ravioli to yogurt. It's just kind of a whip. Then you got to wipe down the tables. Y'all should see Sarah's face right now. It's like her nose is all crinkled up. How many times have you volunteered for that? I have to work. Uh-huh. So I can't come. I have to work. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we got to fifth grade, which is Graham and Taylor May's grade. And one of the teachers was like, Oh, you know, it's fine. Fifth grade are easy. Don't don't even worry about staying. Just, I mean, you can go. You know. And I'd been there since eleven thirty, so I was like, okay, you know, I'll wrap up and go. And so I go see. You know, they come into the cafeteria. I get to see Graham, his buddies, and they're eating and laughing. And I'm giving them a hard time. And I'm like, so, like, look over there at that table of girls. Which one of you thinks pretty? And they're like, oh, man, we all got. You know. So then I'm like, okay, bye. I walk out. And I walked to my car. Have I told you this story? No. Uh-uh. I walked to my car, and I took a picture of me and Graham before I left. I was like, let's get a picture. And I went out to my car. You know, he, like, hugged me by and everything. And I looked at that picture, and I. it just hit me that, because, you know, middle school and high school, I mean, there ain't no parents wandering in mm-hmm. the halls in middle no. school and high school. Mm-mm. So it just kind of hit me that, like, that may be the last time that I'm, like, with him in
1: at lunch. School. Oh, yes, sad. At
2: lunch. Because we can't go eat lunch with them or anything or do any of that no, you better anymore. Not. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I mean, I mean, you can't. But, I mean, I'm talking about right now.
0: Yeah.
2: Honey, it tore me up. You know what I did? I went back in there. <laughs> 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 I went back in there, and Graham was like, Uh, Hey, Mom, what you doing back? And I was like, I'm just going to sit here with y'all I'm for the rest of the me. time. Just yeah, watching me. I did. And, you know, all the sweet boys were like, Miss Courtney, what about this? And we're talking sports, and we're talking all this stuff, and I'm making fun of them, and I'm talking about how big their feet are, and, you know, all this yeah. stuff. And I left, and I got in the car, and two of them, like, stood up and gave me hugs when I was leaving. Like, two of Graham's friends Aww. stood up and gave me hugs when I was leaving, and I got to the car, and I I could cry right now. I fell apart. <laughs> and it's just because, I mean, and it's that transition. Yeah, you know? it is. It's that like, Kim talks about that leaving and that that it's normal. Yes. It's yes. that time that they do that and they pull away. But, like, I just, I don't know. For yeah. whatever reason that day, it just hit me. And it. I'm so glad I went back in. Yeah. Like, I was kind of contemplating it, you know. Like, am I going to embarrass him if I go back in? Is the lady at the front desk going to be like, oh, what it's a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, I'm not going to have to remask and everything, mm-hmm. but I did. I went back in. Yeah. You should have. I'm glad you did. I'm glad I did. Mm-hmm. I cried the other morning taking, dropping off at carpool in the morning. You it was did. the seniors' last day of school, ugh. and I saw the seniors lined up, and I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Ball and crying. Yeah. Everybody was like, mom. Get it together. Ugh, you don't even have a senior. I'm ducking in the seat. And I, was like, I know, and then I saw Laura Moore, or, or then I saw a friend walking in who has a senior. Yeah. She works in the lower school. And I pulled up and I was like, "Laura, I'm I'm balling," and she was like, "Me too, honey. Me too." Oh my god! But then gosh. she was kind of like, "I'm just so excited. They're they're having fun. Yes. And it's going to be such a fun day for them. It's skip day. It was skip day. Like they come yeah. and like won't let anybody in the parking lot. You know, yeah. and all that stuff. So you know, I think so. While it's sad, I think she's it also is. like excited and they're having fun and happy well, for them.
2: Yeah, and I am too. And I'm so you know they're so pumped about going to middle school and getting older and getting bigger mm-hmm. and all that
0: and. Um, So, yeah, I know. It's kind of a fun time. Yeah, Enjoy the time we have with our babies. That makes me want to go hug Stella. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, she won't be like this for long. What's that song, uh, Darius Rucker, won't be like this for long?
2: You're going to miss
0: this. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, God. Awful. Yeah, I remember that came out when Taylor May was a baby, and I was like, I don't think so, Darius. (laughs) I don't think so. Oh, yeah, those are two
2: different songs. You're going to miss it, isn't it? You're gonna
0: miss this, or is that his No, style? I think that's him. Okay, right? yeah, I don't um, know. I'm not a huge Darius Rucker fan.
2: Jason always gives me a hard time about that, but I, I don't love Darius. See,
0: I loved him as Hootie. Yeah. I love some Hootie. Little cry. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, but I'm not a huge fan of his country stuff either. Yeah. So anyway, well, that was fun talking to Elizabeth. I love her. We Come love you, on Elizabeth. Over. Excited about this book. I cannot wait to try these recipes. That's right. We'll mm. let you know how they turn out. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks for listening. Bye.